Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 85. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to be back. Yeah, it's been a while. Feels odd. Yeah, I know it does. And uh, I'm so lucky I got to go out to South Carolina and play Nana for some days. Right on. And I have a brand new granddaughter. Congratulations. Lizzie, and my other granddaughter turned three. Awesome. So it was fun holding those babies. It's just, Good. there's not much better than that. Good to hear. Good to hear. We got a lot to talk about. It's been a while. We sure do. And we've been talking for a long time about sort of bringing up some of the points of the art of the deal. Because when you talk about Trump, I feel like you're always, always talking about the art of the deal. Right. Whether you realize it or not. This is a system that defines him as a businessman, you know, in all likelihood defines him personally, right. the way he runs his family, because he sort of seems to run his family like a business, but <laughs> yeah, also as a politician, because he is now a politician. Yeah. And of course, like everything else, Trump, there is crap, I hate to use that word, surrounding this book. Mm -hmm. Now you got to remember this book came out in 1987. Wow. So that's a long time ago, 30 yeah, years ago. Yeah, time flies. Okay. And it has made a lot of money. The book was written or co-written by Tony Schwartz, who has made a lot of money, at least a couple million dollars before Trump ran for president. Hmm. Now that Trump is president, Tony Schwartz seems to not want to be associated with the book. Hmm. Like, are you kidding me? Wow. He says that Trump didn't help write the book. <laughs> that he listened to four phone calls and wrote the Trump uh, the book for Trump. Of course, now, he says this after he's made the millions. Oh, exactly. And he couldn't have written, he couldn't have known this stuff had Trump not participated. Because this book is reads like a memoir that starts in about 1954. Now, either Tony Schwartz was sitting there listening to phone calls since 1954, or Trump did participate. Right. So I think I think that's very interesting. The money he now makes from the publication goes to battered women. Hmm, okay. Now, he didn't retro, you know, the couple of million or more that he made previously. Right. So I, I, I like the way that, you know, this all changes. But I think that you have to take into account the steps. He says there's 11 steps. Think big. We know that Trump thinks big. Everything right. he does, he thinks, thinks big. He says protect the downside and the upside will take care of itself. Huh. So whatever the negative could be in a deal 
cover yourself. Hmm. Okay. Now, a lot of a lot of times, what he did was he would become partners with somebody. Right. Therefore, okay. he's minimizing his risk. Right. And he might be giving up several percent in profits, but he's taking the risk out of his ballpark. He's very good at doing that. Makes sense. Okay. It's very similar to the tariff deals. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's where but, my I head mean, was. The tariff, yeah. yeah, is about he's minimizing our risk as Americans and putting it into pretty much Chinese. Okay. And he is now sort of getting results. He wants to out of China. Yeah, they're playing ball now. Yeah. Last week they started they started changing the tariffs on automobiles. Oh, interesting. And those tariffs, which is a big deal to the big three, being GM, Chrysler, and Ford. Right. Okay, and he says maximize your options. Yeah. Okay. Well, it makes sense. It's common sense. That, yeah, and know your market. I think that's where he learned what he later used to become president. He said he didn't want to talk to people in the boardroom so much. He would talk to the cab drivers. If he if he saw an apartment complex he wanted to buy, he would talk to the people that surrounded there, do his own surveys. Hmm. Because he said people would be very honest. If there was a problem in the neighborhood, they would tell him. Wow, interesting. They would tell him things he could never get from a paid surveys. Yeah. In a boardroom, exactly. Yeah. So, and and then he uses your leverage, you right. know. Again, we go back to the tariffs. China needs us. Yeah. China possibly needs us, or at least in Trump's mind, more than we need them. I'm not saying I necessarily agree with that. I don't. I don't know. But I know that Trump believes that with all of his heart. That China needs us more than we need China. Well, it is a desired market, and every businessman in the world wants into the U.S. market. Exactly. We are the richest country in the world. Um, we don't always use it that well, but, yeah. <laughs> Enhance your location. I think that's pretty self-explanatory, and we yeah. all know. Location, location, location. Yeah, for sure. Get the word out. Yeah, there you comes marketing. Do that and that, again, yeah, Twitter. Yeah. For God's sake. Yes. Twitter. Get the word out. And fight back. Right. And he's if good at fighting. If someone says something negative about you, 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 you do the same. Right. You fight back. I think that's kind of a queen's attitude. All you need to do is look at his Twitter account to see that. There's exactly. a lot of that going on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Twitter, you know, defines this. Yeah. Um, deliver the goods. Deliver what you say. I mean, he is keeping his campaign promises. Right. More so than any other president I know of in my lifetime, because a lot of times they say stuff, we never hear about it again once they take office. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's going down through that list of things he promised, and he is marking it off. Right. Um, keep costing We know that he got into a situation with Boeing. We know that even the armored cars he uses, he went back and negotiated a better deal. Right. And usually presidents just accept whatever the price is. That's how we got into the mess of paying $1,500 for toilets and stuff. Yeah. You know, he, he actually will look at those costs and say, no way, you can do better than this for us. So contain the costs. And he says, have fun. We know that um, he, the art of the deal is quite fun for him. He also discusses, and 
I don't know why it's not in 11 points. He discusses walking away from the table. You've got to be strong enough to walk away, even if you really want the deal. So I think we've seen him walk away from the table a little bit. I, I think the Syrian situation, we saw him prior to the strike last week. He was walking away. Now, in Trump's mind, this poisonous gas situation yeah, or okay. the use of the poisonous gas okay. is separate <laughs> than the weapons. Right. Okay. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get make this full circle here. He's pulling out because we were originally there to get to destroy ISIS. Supposedly, you know, we believe or Trump's administration believes that the people need to get rid of Assad. The voters, the Syrian people. Okay. Yeah. But ISIS is a threat to America and to others. So we were there to destroy ISIS. And it is believed that we have, for the most part, done that. So he's ready to get out. So he goes, so why did he strike over the poisonous gas? Supposedly, I know you're going to... You're going to hit me on this. <laughs> okay, Can you see me waiting deal. to pounce? Yeah, I do. I, do. I, I feel you waiting to pounce here. Okay. The poisonous gas is a red line for Trump. When he sees film of children and innocent people dying from the poisonous gas, he wanted to attack to make a statement. He realizes he didn't wipe out all of the poisonous gas sites you know, where they have these weapons of mass destruction. But it is a statement. Now, you're going to throw another monkey wrench into this. Maybe even tell us why Trudeau didn't join in with France and the UK in the strike against Syria. Trudeau gave his nod to the whole thing yesterday. Oh, did? Yeah, I should have sent that to you. Oh. Oh, Trudeau's been busy. He's fighting a big war up here in Canada between our provinces so but that's a whole other show (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah so he he was for the syrian strike despite the fact that everybody says not everybody but a lot of people in your parts say that maybe the gas never happened yeah there seems to be a lot of chatter about the you know validity of that syrian gas attack it seems that there is some serious lack of evidence that it ever took place and that's what the rest of the world is is talking about. And it, what really doesn't make sense is why would Assad use gas when you guys said you're already leaving? Like he had to know if he gassed that his people, not, you guys were going to stay. You. That the, did not make sense to me. There was just no motive for him to do it. Because surely he wants us out. Exactly. And Russia. I, wants I agree. You guys out. I mean, I'm not ready to say it didn't happen. I believe it did happen. But I, I agree, it does not make sense. Well, the whole thing doesn't make sense. I mean, Syria bombed Syria, so you guys are bombing Syria, and now Russia's pissed off, so they're going to bomb Syria. The whole thing just makes you shake your head, you know? Like, stop it already. Quit acting like a bunch of childish kids, honestly, you know? And does this go back to the other part of the art of the deal? Any press... It's good, good. Press, whether yeah. it's bad, I mean, uh, bad or good, it's all good right. if they're talking about you. And it's free. When they're talking about you, it's free. Well, let's face it. The world of politics isn't uh, a world that is a, is proactive. Politicians react to crises. Exactly. If there's a crisis, they'll, they'll solve it for you and become the hero so you'll vote for them again. 
but they'll wait till that crisis happens. They're not going to be proactive and avoid that crisis. They need that crisis just to to stand up in front of the people. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we and we one of the our biggest complaints about Obama was every time that someone used a gun, he used it to talk about gun control. Right. Right. Well, after the Florida shooting, Trudeau uh, made our gun laws stricter. Yeah. Yeah, you guys didn't make too many changes there, but uh, yeah, yeah. and I mean, I don't don't think we will. I I really don't. Oh, yeah, I don't see it happening. I mean, I hope we make our schools safer, but I don't think we're going to make our gun laws. We're going to change our gun laws. Well, they just opened up the registry so that more people could look inside and, and see your private details. Uh, Trudeau said that they they were changing the law because it shouldn't be possible to buy a law without a license. And it wasn't. You could (laughs) not buy anything already. So he just opened up to look into personal data. I mean, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous how much since 9-11, how much privacy we've given up. I mean, we have no privacy. No. We don't. And it's and our kids don't even have an expectation of it. Right. Yeah. Well, they, they've grown up with social media and we know what Facebook does. They they just take all your data and use that data to show you ads. And we're a commodity. If you're not paying for a service, you better believe that you're a commodity. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, that means that part of information their about you is going to be sold. Yes. Now, the the strange thing, people think that, you know, you've got names and things like that in, in the insights. You don't see that. I can see uh, customers through Facebook insights that are driving by a business location that have the Facebook app on their phones. Tells me their age, their sex, where they live. Yeah. And that's just, just not right. No. And that's but all just to, that's to personalize your That's what you signed up for. Yeah. You signed up to be a commodity. Essentially, yes. You're the product I mean, now. I think about it. We've talked about it with Spotify. At least they're up front. They say, if you, you pay or you're going to be, you know, you're going to listen to advertisement. Yeah. We have to make money somehow. I mean, Facebook sounded all cute and fun in the beginning. And now everybody's mad that they're making money. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. You know, I mean, and they certainly didn't want to pay for the service. And some didn't even know how Facebook made money, yet they were questioning them. Yeah, that's kind of funny. How do you not know? I was on the floor laughing that day. It was so ridiculous. It sounded like some of them didn't even know what email was, which makes sense because look at the email crap that you guys are going through from Hillary. You know, so a lot of it made sense. Those old codgers. Is it a prerequisite? To be a senator, you have to be old enough to fart dust. <laughs> it seems like it. We need we need some new blood. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah, just no selfie freaks like we got up here in Canada. <laughs> oh my gosh! Sorry. But tomorrow's tax day <laughs> yes. in the United States, so we don't forget to turn in your taxes. Oh, we got to the end of the month here. Oh, do you? Yeah, we'll follow. I didn't know when Canada's tax day was. End of April. So. Okay, well, we're usually April 15th, but that fell on a Sunday, and then today's some sort of elusive federal holiday show. It's the 17th this year. So um, Mm. get those taxes in. And remember, next year, we're all supposed to have 
more money coming back. Yeah, well, we'll I, I, I never get we'll a refund, so that'll be a new new experience for me. Yeah. So. Well, me neither, but I guess I got to make money first somehow. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yeah, it, it, tax sure. time's not a big deal for me. It's real simple to do when you got hardly any income. So super, <laughs> super easy. It yeah. takes me five minutes. Yeah, you don't have to go to the accountant, huh? Nope. <laughs> okay, so what about this deal at Starbucks? Yeah, wow. Talk about yeah, talk about that escalated. It looks ugly. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Wow. So, these two guys, and I have to say they're black guys, go into a Starbucks with a friend. The friend is ordering something. They ask to use the bathroom. Um, they're refused. <laughs> wow. Okay? Yeah. And so they're hanging out, waiting for the friend. I mean, Starbucks is a hangout place. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been there for three or four hours at a time doing work. I, I bought something, but certainly I might have bought a water or a coffee. I mean, a minimal, respect, yeah. minimal amount of money. So anyway, they said, they called the cops and said these guys were trespassing. And the cops cuffed them and arrested them. Yeah. Talk about the optics uh, are bad. Over the top. Wow. Yeah. The CEO is trying to do damage control because he has aspirations to run for president. <laughs> Good luck so, with that. <laughs> um, it, it, it looks really bad. I mean, it is really, there's 14,000 Starbucks in the United States right. with 160,000 employees. And they say this is already hurting Starbucks. Wow. So the CEO is also going to fly to Philly and try to do some damage control. Good luck with that. But let me tell you, it looks bad, very yeah, bad. Does. You know, Starbucks was supposed to be the company for everybody. You know, everybody that wanted to pay over pay for overpriced coffee. Right. But yeah, I don't know. So Paul Ryan. Yeah, Paul Ryan. He's not yeah. going to seek re-election. I was kind of shocked by that. Now, why? I don't know. Well, He's, there are he... some that say that he wants to go. Home to be dad, because well, he's been in Washington pretty much since his kids were born, and he called himself a weekend dad. And he's retiring um, before he farts dust. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and that's unusual. And, you know, he really hasn't taken the opportunity to make money. I've heard that. Hmm. Also heard that he doesn't like Trump. Yeah, I, I probably could see that. He says he's going to stay till January when his term runs out. Others are saying, wait a minute, if you're not coming back and you're not going to run for re-election, we out. think you ought to yeah. get out and, and, and install a new speaker ASAP. Otherwise, it will hurt the midterm elections and will also hurt any, you know, new bills that might get passed, which I think is not going to happen anyway, regardless. But he has endorsed Kevin McCarthy, and that is who everybody believes will be the new speaker. Hmm. But okay. word has it they'd like for him to leave in May. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. And uh, this afternoon, the president's attorney, Michael Cohn, will be on the witness stand in front of a judge. They raided, the FBI raided his office in New York of all of his files. Now, he's an attorney. The clients he has as an attorney ha should have attorney-client privilege, 
protecting oh, sure. whatever he has. Yeah. The complaint is that he's not actually been working as an attorney for these people, that he's a fixer, meaning they got in a mask and he fixes it. Oh, wow. Okay. If that's the case, then his files are open for viewing. Huh. He's been the president's attorney off and on for a long time. This could be very scary. Wow. This has been turned over by Mueller to the district in New York where he lives and works. Now, let me get this straight. I thought the investigation was for the Russian probe, but this has gone way... way. There's no ties here to Russia. None. No, no, this isn't about Russia. This may be about Stormy as much as anything. Right. I heard she died in that Syria bombing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All oh the conspiracy gosh. theorists are writing that down. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they are for sure. But I will tell you that this is a big deal this afternoon to Trump because business mm. deals are sometimes ugly. Right. If all of his business deals are put out on the table in this New York district and he is not protected by the presidency, because this would be prior to the presidency. I don't know. I worry about him and uh, that son-in-law, you know, we still haven't heard from him. Right. He's just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Oh, boy. I just don't feel good about that. And then you got the Comey deal. The Comey book comes out tomorrow, Higher Loyalty, and Comey's out there talking to everybody, and he'll like Hillary. He'll be talking to everybody that will listen to him for the next few months trying to sell this book you know this is just crummy i mean the chief law enforcement guy in the land saves all this information instead of using it as a law enforcement man should have yeah so much doesn't make sense about this he's uh, using it to sell a book no he's basically using it to try and bring down trump yeah Okay. Bottom I, line. I agree. Yeah. Bottom line. That's I mean, all that this book that is about. Despise Trump. I mean, they just—they do. They have a derangement syndrome. Yeah, and we've known I that mean, for, it, it for a while. It has become a psychiatric. I mean, they should IC nine code it. Right. You know, let's give it a code because it is an illness in itself. Right. So we'll be covering that book in the next few days. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A horrible bus accident in Humboldt, Saskatchewan with the Humboldt Broncos. That was pretty horrific. I think a lot of parents uh, really uh, got hit close to home with with the realization that that could have happened to any of their kids playing any sports anywhere, no matter what the sport is. So it hit... Close to home for a lot of people. It's so. just terribly sad. Terribly sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. so our hearts go out to the Humboldt Broncos and the family and the friends and everybody in that accident. Horrible. Yeah, you had extended family in that. Yes, I lost a second cousin. The trainer, Dana Bronze, was a cousin. Uh-huh. And and she was the 16th, correct? The 16th. 16th yeah. 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 There's a few more that are still critical that they don't know if they're going to make it, but... At least they've made it so far. But well, uh, our, the way it's looking our, is the uh, the truck was like a flatbed with um, some sort of bales or peat moss or something, something agricultural on the back. So it was uh, worked like a big 
jackknife and slice the bus in half because the bus yeah. broadsided the truck. Now, the truck was supposed to stop. It had a stop sign. Oh, yeah. And they uh, have not released the driver's name or anything. The truck driver walked away from the incident. Did he? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because and I saw the photographs. It was just horrid. It's just horrid. Yeah. 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 I mean, There's no other words for it. Horrid. Yeah. It looked like a war zone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, instead uh, of an an accident, it was very bizarre. Yeah. It, how I it have... looked. And, oh, my gosh, the, the president or CEO of the organization, the hockey organization from which these kids played was, if you saw him, I don't know how you could have a dry eye. Yeah. It, yeah. It, he was devastated and very sad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, all young men and, uh, you know, there was the coach and the bus driver and the other ones that did. Yeah, and the coach's well, but... wife, right? Yeah. Wasn't the coach's wife traveling um, with him? I'm not sure. I believe she one. passed away too. I yeah, think I'm I saw not that. Sure on that. Uh, not and... quite sure. It just right. uh, leaves you an ugly feeling right in the pit it of does. your gut. It yeah. does. I have to agree with you there. Yep. And we don't always agree about life's a journey and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become anyone's victim. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and everyone, thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.